You're listening to episode 27 of the Gracefield CEO podcast. Today, I am chatting with Beth Kokal, who is actually my virtual assistant, but she is coming in to talk about building a personalized client experience that is automated in Dubsado. She is a systems and automations strategist and certified Dubsado specialist who enjoys every moment of helping others gain what we all value most, which is time. Beth takes the stress and monotony out of those someday tasks we all have scribbled about our desks, converting to-dos to dones and all while reminding her clients that owning a business can be fun when you have the energy to actually enjoy it. Aren't you guys so excited to hear from Beth today? Let's get into it. I'm Jillian Dalberry, your fellow business friend and your host of the Gracefield CEO podcast. When you tune in with me every other week, you will get practical steps in growing your business gracefully while juggling all the other amazing or challenging things going on in your life. I believe in building deep connections, building your business on strong values, serving our clients really well, and approaching boundaries and conflict in our business with a whole lot of grace. If you are ready to grow your business your way with ease, stick with me, friend. It's time to be a Gracefield CEO. Hey, Beth, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. So I told everybody in the beginning that you are my virtual assistant, but I want you to explain who you are, what you do, and who you serve in your own business. Sure. So um, as you probably mentioned, I am a systems and automation strategist. I also am a certified Dubsado specialist. Uh, I do still have two retainer clients on um, as a virtual assistant, you being one of them, uh, but I don't really offer VA services anymore. Um, I offer full Dubsado setups to uh, administrative professionals like bookkeepers, VAs, OBMs, copywriters. Uh, and I also offer get it done days to any type of service-based business owner. In those get it done days, I do everything um, like systems and tech related, anything automation. Uh, so if you need some Zapier automations built or you want a ClickUp setup or, or like op optimizing your ClickUp that's already existing, uh, different things like that. I just jump into whatever projects you have sitting out on your plate and I attack them in a day. That's amazing. I feel like everybody has a list of things that right. they are just kind of like, it keeps growing and every now and then they can chip things off of it. But there's always a list we have either in our heads or in our clickups or whatever, where it's like, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. And we just keep putting it off, whether because we don't have time for it or it's not our specialty, but you're saying this is your specialty. So you just take that list and you just get it done. Yes, exactly. So whether it's a post-it note that you've got scribbled all over around your desk, or like you said, your ClickUp. Uh, one thing that I actually tell a lot of people that are considering Get It Done Day is if you use ClickUp or Asana, something like that, use your tagging system to literally create a tag and call it GIDD or Get It Done Day. And just as you're doing those tasks or as you come across them, just start tagging things inside of your system as get it done day so that when you are ready to have one, you can just easily run that report and see, oh my gosh, all of these things that I can just pass over to Beth to get done. I feel like that right there is super high value. So if you, <laughs> if, if anybody missed that, they need to go back and listen to that tip so that they can go ahead and tag those tasks as something that Beth can take off their plate. Like yeah. 
Yeah, I think that that's amazing. Um, and then we will obviously share all of your information for people to book a get it done day with you. And if you don't know Beth, like I know that Beth, Beth's name is getting around in the online business space where people are realizing that she is a genius at this and she has a unique ability to like take that long list of tasks and truly take out the thought and the emotion and just get it done. And so that is a gift that a lot of us CEOs just, we get stuck in the weeds and start some of these things. So anyways, it's an incredible service that you offer. And I know that you book that out super quickly. So I'm sure people are going to want to check in on that service with you as soon as possible. So, and you fill up as first come first serve, right? Yes. First come first serve. You can book directly from my website, or if you feel like jumping on a discovery call first to just kind of chat through some of the things that you have on your list, you can certainly do that. Um, either way is totally fine. Right now I'm booking about four to five weeks out. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So also, I just have to say like how lucky I am to be grandfathered into your virtual assistant clients. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're my secret weapon on the on the inside of my business. So you know this, but I love working with you so much. So it's I've said over and over again, I'll never leave. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed that that's true. <laughs> okay, so let's jump into a couple of things here. I know that you are a certified Dubsado specialist. So tell us some simple facts about Dubsado and its difference to its competitors. Because I know that some, I the two the two that I hear the most often are Dubsado and HoneyBook. And you know what makes you gravitate towards Dubsado? And like, what are some simple facts? If somebody's like, which one do I need to choose? What would have somebody lean more towards Dubsado? And like, what are the differences? Sure. So both of the systems, for anybody who doesn't know, they are CRMs, Client Relationship Managers. Uh, Their basic functions are the same. They can track leads. Uh, They both have uh, native uh, schedulers so that people can book discovery calls, strategy calls, et cetera. Uh, You can customize and send proposals, contracts, and invoices. Both offer recurring invoices for like your retainer clients. You can do payment plans for long-term projects that are broken up. Uh, But some of the things that set Dubsado aside specifically is uh, what I like about Dubsado is that you can use your payment processor that you're already using, whether it's Stripe, Square, or PayPal. Uh, HoneyBook has their own payment processor. So uh, the data is just a little bit harder to get. Plus, if you are offering any sort of side side hustle, I'll just say, whether you have like a template shop or something like that that's running through Thrivecart or any other uh, third-party platform, you're probably using Stripe or Square or PayPal for that. So it allows you to just have one place to to keep all of your payments. Um, Another thing is subcontracts. So Dubsado allows you to have subcontracts and Uh, You know, as VAs and OBMs, a lot of times we start out working with a client, but our scope changes. Maybe it's the number of hours that you're offering or your rate changes. Uh, You're able to use a subcontract in Dubsado to easily just change that scope of work and the terms that you've agreed to with the use of a a subcontract. Another thing is that Dubsado has a client portal. So it's like a hub where your clients have access to their entire relationship of working with you. They can access forms, invoices, all of the appointments that they've had scheduled with you. 
um, things like that. And, and they can see all of the different projects. So if you are a project-based uh, VA, uh, where maybe you do um, different kind of one-off projects, they would be able to go into their client portal and there's a drop-down where they can see all of the different individual projects that they have with you. Whereas if you're working on retainer, they're just going to see one project and there may be a lot more information in there depending on the length of your relationship. The biggest thing though that sets Dubsado apart is their workflow capability. The workflows and the automation that is allowed inside of Dubsado is just so much more robust than HoneyBook. Uh, just you can automatically remind clients about forms that are outstanding. You can automate emails that need to be sent. You can update project statuses. So um, you know exactly where your clients and where your prospective clients and even your offboarding clients are in your funnel throughout your entire process. And you don't, either, you don't ever have to go through and update those manually. They just automatically update your project status as the, the workflow works. It's magic. Okay. So I have a unique position here because one, you built my Dubsado. You, you worked out all of the workflows. You built all of that out, but you also do the automation things for me and my business. So you can go into Dubsado and build out a workflow and it can basically automate itself all the way through until it's time for you to do the work. But also there are other um, programs that you can zap and automate to work with Dubsado, correct? Yes. Okay. I think that's super important and super valuable too, because we... I think I've heard somebody say before, why do you have a project management system and also have a full team of people doing project management? And I completely agree with that. It does make you think like, okay, well, how, how could I better be using the system that I've purchased or that I'm paying for? And I think that that is where we need to reposition our minds is if you, if you have Dubsado or, or HoneyBook or whatever, what are some other ways that you can be using it to better serve you and automate and actually save you time? So the pain point people experience in wanting a personalized experience is that it doesn't take up a lot of time, right? Like we want to be able to deliver that customized, personalized experience, but we don't want that in of itself to take up a lot of time. So tell me more about how we can build that out um, and the solution that automation through Dubsado provides? Yeah, so I, I tell everyone that is scared of automation that automation does not have to be cold and impersonal. Uh, that is something that I stand by and wholeheartedly believe, and it's something that I use in my own business and that I also try to implement in all of the Dubsado setups that I do for my clients. Um, Dubsado makes it really simple for me to set it and forget it, if you will. When I am on a discovery call, for example, I have an internal form inside of Dubsado that nobody ever sees except me. But right there, as soon as I get off of that discovery call, I'm able to plug in information that is going to filter throughout my entire process. So when, uh, let's assume that after that discovery call, I send out a proposal to Susie. Susie uh, does not get back to me on that proposal. And on day four, 
instead of me having to take the mental space of, okay, it's four days later, it's time for me to follow up with Susie. I just know that Dubs Auto is following up with her automatically. But that email doesn't just say, Susie, our records indicate that you have not yet completed your proposal. Do you have any questions? It is very specific and I'm able to set that email and personalize it right after that discovery call so that the email says something along the lines of, Susie, I hope you're having a great week. Uh, I know you were a little nervous about that podcast interview you had. I hope it went well. Um, you know, do you have any questions for me about the proposal that I sent last week? So I'm able to insert those very personal uh, things into those emails and also bring my personality as well and make those personal connections with that potential client. Uh, but again, I'm setting that all from the discovery call form. I am not personally sending those emails. And I honestly, sorry to anybody that I've sent this to that might be listening, but I don't write those emails in, you know, in real time. Those are things that I am setting and forgetting from the moment of that discovery call. And some of those fields that I'm filling out and some of that personalization that I am providing at the end of that discovery call even works into my onboarding process. So when um, assuming that Susie does accept my proposal, sign the contract, pay her initial invoice, and she becomes a client, some of that verbiage and that personal connection even filters into her welcome email and things like that. So it doesn't have to, automation doesn't have to be scary. It does not have to be cold. It does not have to be impersonal. Yeah, I feel like we, we have this thought that automation is like robotic. And to some extent it is, right? Like it, it happens without you knowing and it's all tech and it's, you just set it up. Like you, what'd you say? Set it up and forget it, it or something. It. Yeah, set it and forget it. And then you said, uh, you apologize. I don't feel like you need to apologize <laughs> to those people. I feel like that to me, it's like, if I get an automated email from somebody and they don't have to like manually do that, I'm like mad respect. Like <laughs> we just, we, like, I appreciate that they are, they, they've automated their own business. So I think that that is super powerful. So tell me a little bit about Dubsado, like maybe give me like a top two or three of the tools that you use in Dubsado. Like you had mentioned, um, automating emails and follow-ups like is it invoice is it follow-ups for invoices is it just follow-ups for booking a call like what have you seen to be the most valuable automations within Dubsado that help people kind of set it and forget it so first of all I, I do want to make the point here that I think that there is definitely a time and place for uh, robotic automation. We are living in a very instant gratification world right now. Um, and so if I do schedule a call with you, I want to know that that call is scheduled. That is one of those, you know, if it's 11 p.m. at night, I am not going to send you an, uh, uh, an email thanking you for booking a call for me. I'm in bed or spending time with my family, whatever. But it is important that your system be able to send that confirmation email. It's 100% okay for those to not be personalized. Some of my clients prefer them to be personalized anyways. Mine are not. Mine, my robotic emails are very robotic. Uh, thank you, Jillian, for booking a call. Beth looks forward to speaking with you. Here's your call information. 
Uh, so there are, there's definitely a time and a place for the more instant gratification type emails and notifications to be sent. So I do like that. I like that um, the ones that are automated are very clearly automated and it allows me the opportunity to build that connection with my client. Even if it is automated, they don't have to know that because I'm able to build in that personal connection where I feel that it will make an impact. Yeah, actually, I want to add to that. You mentioned this at um, a at the Sobo retreat that we were at in January and you said that even on some of your more robotic type emails, you even say, hey, this is an automated email, just so that people are aware that if there's some type of like issue or discrepancy or something, that they're not expecting it to be personalized. Yes. And I actually, for my Dubsado builds specifically, there are several in there that come to mind where I say specifically, this is an automated email, but I promise you every word was written by Beth, even if it was six months ago. Or um, I, I'm a little bit playful with it sometimes too throughout that process where it might say, um, you know, yes, this is an automated email. Yours will be automated pretty soon too. You know, things like that. Like I kind of drop some of that personality and a little bit of sass sometimes in there. Yeah. It's good to know that when people think of automation, we don't have to completely negate the opportunity of that personalization. Absolutely. I think it yeah. gives you the opportunity to actually have more personality in your process because you're able to have so many more touch points with your clients without having to take up the brain space or the mental capacity of keeping that relationship uh, connected. Yeah, I would even be willing to say too, not to overthink that because I think sometimes I personally can overthink oh, well, should that be an automated email or do I need to customize that? And you do a really good job of saying like, well, you could personalize it if you wanted to. You could set it up to where you approve for the email to go out and then you can make the adjustments. But do you really need to do that? Even just having somebody say, do you really need that? <laughs> is enough for me to think, no, I don't. And then, so that's one less thing that I have to do on my list. Right, and why pay for a system that you're not letting work for you? That's Ooh, one like big that. question I have for my clients and people that are, you know, concerned about automation or things like that on a regular basis is why pay for any program that you're not allowing to, to work on your behalf? Oh, that's a good point. Tell me a little bit about the clients that you work for and maybe go into detail about like the transformation that they've experienced before. Like if they, when they come to you, if they say, I have Dubsado, I've tried to use it. I'm sending contracts out through it, but I have nothing set up. I have no workflow set up or anything. And then to the point of after when they work with you, what do they feel? What's that transformation for them? Sure. So most of my clients actually do come to me as already being Dubsado users. Uh, it doesn't matter to me either way. It is great for those uh, that do just because they already have gotten a little bit over that learning curve. They know the basics, the foundation of Dubsado. Certainly not to say that someone who has never used it is not allowed to come to me. You absolutely are. Uh, it just kind of gets you over that learning curve a little bit, but most of them are already active in Dubsado. But like you said, they are creating their proposals from scratch every single time. They're uh, sending them out manually. They are rebuilding the contract 
um, each time to put in the information that was chosen in the proposal. None of their parts are speaking to each other. They aren't using the custom mapped fields. Um, they Most of them are not using workflows because that is the quote unquote scariest part of Dubsado. Uh, and that's actually where the fun comes in for me. It's the strategy behind those workflows that is like what gets my brain fired up. I love figuring out how to make your process translate into Dubsado language. So uh, yeah, so like I said, most of my clients come to me and have never used a workflow. Specific transformation, I would say, is from the bookkeeper and like VA side specifically. Um, one process that I've been able to hone pretty well is for those that need to capture information from their clients on a monthly basis, like new information each month. Let's use um, a social media manager that I've worked with before. Her name was Sarah. And Sarah was came to me like constantly feeling like I'm buried in client work. I don't have time. I never know where my clients are in the process. Um, I'm, I'm constantly waiting on them to return things so that they can either approve or tell me what their marketing objectives are for the next month so I can work on their graphics. We built a process for her where now, you know, it's mid-February, she is sending emails out to her clients for March. And her email and her form has some very specific, uh, like, ideas that can be highlighted around the month of March, you know, St. Patrick's Day, spring break, those types of things. And she has those planned out, those content objectives planned out for the entire year. So she's now able to send those forms and those emails out to her clients kind of on a rinse and repeat type cycle. So when she's sending them now for March, the project status inside of Dubsado automatically updates to waiting for form so that she's able to see in her Dubsado at a quick glance who she's still waiting on. Once that client completes that form and tells her what their marketing objectives are for the following month and they click submit, their project status automatically updates to form received. So now she's able to see which clients are currently in her queue, which graphics she's ready to work on. Then once she sends those graphics for approval, the project status automatically updates to awaiting approval or whatever the next step is in her process. So at one click, quick glance, she's able to see where each one of her clients are on a monthly basis. Once she completes their graphics and sends them the notification to let them know, all of your graphics have been uploaded into Hootsuite or whatever scheduling platform that they are using then it automatically updates to complete. So she knows that she's done with that client for the month. It has saved her so much brain space. She doesn't have to think anymore about where each one of her clients are in the process. She's able to have one collective place where she's gathering that information from them on a monthly basis. She's not having to go to 14 different places to look. It's all right in Google Drive for her, ready and waiting when she's ready to work on their stuff. That's incredible. So sometimes it can be really hard to quantify the amount of time that you save. But I think what we don't realize sometimes is that energy is time, right? Absolutely. If I, if I am drained by having to go through my own process, then it is costing me more time because my brain is 
strewn across multiple things and I'm not able to be all in on what I'm supposed to be doing. So we have to consider that energy element. It may not save you more time or that may be hard to quantify, but it will definitely save you energy. So when you can't find that, well, it's saving me five hours a week, you can rest assured that it's definitely saving you energy, therefore saving you time. Absolutely. For sure. So tell so tell me more about like, I feel like Dubsado is probably good for a lot of different people, but I know you work with VAs, OBMs, and bookkeepers specifically. So tell me why VAs, OBMs, and bookkeepers. Yeah. So even though uh, my background is a little bit in graphic design um, and, uh, you know, design creation and things like that, I am creative brained. I don't love building forms inside of Dubsado. Um, and I am much more function over form. And typically these administrative type professionals don't need a form. Uh, so, and when I say form, I mean a proposal or a questionnaire, um, a contract, your lead capture, you know, things like that. So those forms inside of Dubsado, they don't need to look like they're built on your website. They don't need to look like a web page. Um, can you inside of Dubsado? Yes, that's one of the beautiful things about the system is that you can you can use CSS coding and dub ins and all of these crazy things to make these amazing, beautiful, very aesthetically pleasing forms. However, I am here to tell you that as a VA, an OBM, a bookkeeper, your clients don't care. <laughs> don't spend the time, energy, money on making those things beautiful. They want to know, do I know, like, and trust you? And are you going to get done what you say you are going to get done? So I, I don't typically work with photographers, brand designers, web designers, because typically when you are, uh, when you are working with those types of people, they want their forms to be very, um, a lot of imagery, a lot of coding, things like that. So they're just not the best fit for me. I don't find joy in spending the bulk of my time on a Dubsado build in beautifying forms. I get jazzed and juiced on the strategy behind a Dubsado build. So the what's making your process tick and how, like I said earlier, translating your process into Dubsado language. Beth, you've always been like a no-nonsense person too. So like any fluff, you're just like, nah, don't have time for it. <laughs> Which I love about you because also if there's like a new feature in something that I'm using, this is the case in point, the value that you bring to working with people is if there's like a new feature of something, I'm like, oh, could we use this? And you're like, no, we don't need it. <laughs> and it's so nice though to like free my brain of that because there's, there's so, everybody's got something new. Everybody's got a new feature. Everybody's got a new idea or a new program that they're using. And there's like information overload. And there's something to be said about focusing on the essentials and just sticking to what works and doing so in a way that supports the values of your business, which is most likely saving time, yeah. working smarter, not harder and being streamlined. So I love that you, I love that that's the piece that like helps you decide, well, you know, I actually want to work with VAs, OBMs, and bookkeepers because they don't, 
worry about that kind of stuff. And it's so true. I had never thought about it that way. So I like that point. So in addition to Dubsado, you do the setups for people, but then you also offer the get it done day portion. So tell me a little bit more about your get it done days. And I know that those are a little bit more arbitrary and like what you accomplish for people. Give me some examples of like what you do in those so that people can understand how beneficial they can be. Sure. I do want to use this opportunity to say that, you know, in a lot of our VA groups, um, we, we, I, at least myself, I constantly hear, this is typically, you know, newer VAs, um, but they might be asking, um, I'm looking for the cheapest system or tool that will allow me to send proposals, contracts, invoices, do call scheduling, um, also have project management in it. I also want to be able to offer a community portal there. You know, like there, people are looking for like an all-in-one, all-encompassing tool. And um, I actually would say to avoid that. You know, it's kind of like that whole um, jack of all trades or uh, doer of everything, master of nothing. The same thing translates into our systems. Let the system do what the system is good at doing, what it was built for doing. Um, that specifically for Dubsado is your, you know, uh, lead capture um, forms, proposals, contracts, invoices, and your workflows. It is not a project management system. I personally use ClickUp. I am obsessed with it. So, um, but how can I make those two things work together? Because it is important uh, for those two things to be able to work together. And the glue between those for me is Zapier. So that is what I do a lot of in my get it done days is that automation aspect, how to make your different tools and systems talk to and work with each other. I would say that in my get it done days, Zapier automation is probably the number one thing that I spend the majority of my time on. Some of those zaps that are created um, specifically using Dubsado would be when a client signs a contract, uh, create my ClickUp board inside of ClickUp. Or when a contract is signed inside of Dubsado, uh, create all of the Google Drive folders that I need for this new client and all of the template Google Docs and the template Google Sheets that I use for them. Um, if you have any sort of like for myself, I have Member Vault that my clients get access to uh, for a Dubsado setup so that they um, have access to some different trainings and resources and stuff that I have. So as soon as somebody signs a contract for a Dubsado build, they're automatically added to Member Vault as a user and their username and password is shared with them via email. So um, all different ways that you can make your systems talk to each other and um, automate some of those processes. So again, let your systems do what your systems were built to do, what they're good at doing, but then use Zapier to kind of connect them and let them work together. Other I things, love that. Other things that I do in a get it done day are um, email marketing templates, whether it's Flowdesk or MailerLite. Uh, those are the two that I, I love working in. Um, I do a lot of like Canva cleanup and organization, Google Drive cleanup and organization. I do a lot of ClickUp setup and ClickUp optimization. So if you're already a ClickUp user, you know, 
I think that people have shiny object syndrome. And I think that right now ClickUp is one of those programs over the past probably year that everybody's like, oh my gosh, you have to use ClickUp. And it is so robust. It can do so many things. So people, you know, take the leap and they jump into ClickUp, but then they're overwhelmed because it is so robust and it can do so many things. And then they end up with 14,000 statuses and, you know, 20,000 lists over on the side. And they end up just taking more time to get to where they need to be inside of ClickUp. So I'm able to kind of step in, go through their process, figure out pretty quickly what hierarchy and what systems and everything they need inside of ClickUp. And I can build that out for them also. Okay. So I love that. I think when, when we think about automations and we think about building out systems, we feel like we immediately have to hire an OBM. And I just don't think that that's true. There is a time and a place for needing an OBM. And yes, we can hire someone who specializes in those kinds of things to build out an entire system for us, just like you do for Dubs Auto setups. But we don't need to hire someone retainer for project work. And I think that we think of these automations and stuff as um, an ongoing thing because our list is so long. But the fact that you offer a service that people can sign up for and you just get things done in a, like literally in a day, like a VIP day essentially, is super impactful for the business owner. And I highly recommend anyone who has that list to reach out to Beth because I think that that's going to be your best option for this for this point in time. Um, so Beth, I want to wrap this up here. Tell me what your favorite thing about owning your business is. The people. I love, oh, I love that. I love the transformation that happens when I'm able to work with a client and they come to me all frazzled, like they're trying to wrangle the cats together and then they walk away. And, and this happens in both a Dubsado setup and in my get it done days and with my VA clients. Uh, you know, it's like you're just constantly trying to, to, to herd the cats. And I love them walking away and being like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. That weight lifted off of their shoulders. That is, that's the fire. You know, that's that like, ah, oh, that just gets you in your soul. Yes. I love that. Tell me where you feel like you need to give yourself the most grace in your business. Boundaries at home. Mm. Mm. It is uh... <laughs> boundaries. It's such a it's such a, a nice luxurious word. Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, I think that as a mom, uh, my boys are nine and eleven. Uh, we're very busy. Um, I'm definitely at that phase with my eleven year old that he just does not like me anymore um, until bedtime, and then he wants me to crawl in bed with him. And I think that whenever that stops, <laughs> then there's a real problem. But um, I, I torture myself a lot with feeling like, you know, I'm not doing enough or I'm doing too much here. I'm not doing enough there. It's like a constant push pull. And I have to remind myself that God gave me these talents. God gave me this fire to own a business. He gave me this entrepreneurial mind, this entrepreneurial body and spirit. And I need to be able to embrace that. And I am teaching my kids while I you know, yes, I miss some things, but I'm also teaching my kids that mom can do it. We do hard things. And 
Um, you know, we also rely on our community a lot. I think I'm teaching them a little bit about a village and how you can rely on people when, when, you know, when mom can't be there, we can rely on a village. And um, so I hope that those are things that they can take with them later. I completely agree with that. The mom guilt is strong. I was even having a conversation with somebody the other day and said, I know it's ridiculous that I feel this. I recognize that it just is something I need to let go of, but it's it's almost like even though I try to let go of it, it takes hold into me. And giving, I think what you said applies to so many moms in business. Moms in, yeah, moms in business. And we just really... We want to do well by our families and we want to do well by our, by our clients. And we need to be able to, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but we need to be able to allow ourselves to do good by both of those people yes. without feeling guilty when we're in one space versus the other. Yes. Be and where that's your such feet a hard are. thing. Yeah. That whole be where your feet are mentality. Um, it, it is hard. It's, it's hard for me because, um, and I, I say this often, it's rare that I can lay my head down at night and think, man, I killed it as being a mom today. You know, I did the dishes great or Carline was awesome. Um, you know, but as a business owner, I, most nights I can lay my head down and think, man, I, I killed it today with Jillian, or I feel really great about that Dubsado setup. Um, you know, things like that. And so it's that that gratification that I get in my work that I don't necessarily get at home all the time. And as a words of affirmation girl and an Enneagram three, it's it's those things that that keep me going. So yes, we all struggle with that, I think. So I'm glad that you said it that way. I'm sure that that makes a lot of people realize that they're not alone in that because we all, really struggle with the balance between the two and then feeling that guilt. I love what you said, be where your feet are. Something that I say a lot is what is right right now? Because sometimes even in a time block of work, what is right right now is like yesterday, I cut off work at 1.30 and then went to a Valentine's party. And the smile on my son's face at that Valentine's party because his mommy was there was yes. oh, enough, enough to to let me ride in on a high for the rest of the week. And um, it was so worth it, you know, but it's hard in the moment to make that decision and to allow ourselves to be where our feet are or to not feel guilt around choosing what feels right in the moment. Yeah, for sure. Well, Beth, thank you so much for being here. We've actually, people don't know this, but we've actually spent our entire morning together because we had a strategy call this morning and then we were on a group coaching call together and now we're on this podcast interview. So we've basically spent the morning together. I could never get enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. Well, thank you so much for being here, for sharing all of your wisdom and insight on Dubsado and automations and all of those things. And if anyone is interested in getting rid of that to-do list and just literally just handing it over to Beth. She is ready to take it off your plate. And if you've got a Dubsado that needs to be cleaned up or set up, she's your girl. Um, I am going to wrap this up, but Beth, thank you so much for being here and we'll talk soon. You guys, wasn't that so good? I hope you know by now the importance and the value of having someone like Beth in your corner in your business.
If you are just ready to hand off that to-do list or the Dubsado setup you've been putting off in the hands of Beth, she would gladly take that off your plate. Her information is in the show notes, so get in touch with her as her schedule books up pretty quickly. If you've been having your eye on Dubsado or even ClickUp, the applications that we talked about in this episode, then use the links in the show notes to sign up for those. There might even be a discount in there for you. Thanks for tuning in and listening to this episode with me and Beth. Talk to you guys soon. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. I'm so grateful you're here and would love to connect with you. After you subscribe to the show, come hang out with me on Instagram at Jillian Dalberry. See you there.